people of the world, the end of the year 2021 is near. You heard it here first. <laughs> Spread the news. Get your papers. The end is near. <laughs> Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 132, recorded and released today, December 14th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is Ahmed, floating head. Hello. Oh, extraordinaire. This is the floating head. Here you go. <laughs> It's so so <laughs> creepy. Oh my god! I blame Discord. We're using Discord backgrounds I, on the on the Twitch stream. If anyone is listening yes, and it's, unaware, uh, it is Christmas time. It is cozy Christmas time, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting here in front of my artificial fireplace made of art artificial things. The way you leaned away, but the chair obviously didn't move. Yeah, the chair's obviously still there. Shut up! All right, I'm stupid. Oh anyway, uh, welcome everyone. Happy Tuesday. Uh, it is the last recording for this year. Uh, we will, just to cover a couple housekeeping items before we jump into our normal uh, little thing we got here. Um, this is the last recorded live episode of the year. We will... Um, Paul's dropping bars. What are you talking about? Like rap bars. I don't know. You were saying some funny things earlier, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for your kind words. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be the last live episode of 2021. Uh, obviously, with the Christmas holiday and the New Year holiday coming up, uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break. However, big however, with a capital H, underlined, italicized, and bolded, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home comes out on Thursday, and we're going to record a spoiler cast. I don't know when. Maybe Thursday night at 10 o'clock, Ahmed, because... It's gonna. We got to figure that part. We'll out. figure it out. So if not Thursday might, night. Then it like literally Friday might be. Night. No, because we're traveling Thursday or Friday. Just so kidding. we got to do Thursday night. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to visit some family uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, okay. um, yeah. So we'll be. So we'll be recording live at eleven o'clock on uh, Thursday night or something. Sounds good. Or wait a second. Eight o'clock. It's eight, yeah. Eight o'clock. Ten thirty. You're not going to be able to anyway. Probably. At anyway, yeah, it's fine. We'll just. We'll be recording late at night, spoiling the movie for y'all's ears. Um, but anyway, yes, we will do a Spider-Man uh, No Way Home spoiler cast, whether that is Thursday night at the ass crack of the night or Friday during lunchtime. We will figure it out. We will do yes. it. We'll make it happen. Don't worry. Um, so, But for now, this is the last recorded episode. Thank you all for joining us this entire year. We're up to episode 132, uh, which is crazy to think. So um, without getting too sappy... Uh, let's jump into... Uh, Ahmed said he's done nothing, so I'm going to jump into what I've been doing. Yes. Thank you for asking, Ahmed. You're welcome. What um, have you been I doing? St- <laughs> I did start the Halo campaign uh, as soon as we got back from the Game Awards, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, I did jump into Halo Infinite campaign. I'm like three missions deep, uh, and it brings back all the feels from the Halos that I grew up knowing and loving, like Halo 2 and Halo 3. So I am really happy with it so far. I'm really excited to get through it. And it's funny because when I was looking at the reviews, it was like, oh, um, sorry, Cooper ran upstairs, so I'm putting the little nest thing on so I can see what he's doing. Mm. Um, It was like, oh, it's only seven or eight hours or whatever. And I'm like, now I'm like, hell yeah, it's seven or eight hours. That means I'm actually going to beat it. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited to play more of that. They just put in new playlists for Halo Infinite multiplayer today, so I'm super excited to get into that too. Um, they brought back Team SWAT. Uh, they brought back Fiesta as a full-time like rotational um, up mode. Uh, Team Slayer is in there, so it's not just a quick play. Hope and pray that you get the game mode that you want. Um, and then they even brought some of the limited-time modes like Fiesta into normal rotation, uh, which is awesome. So I'm really excited to try that. Nice. Um, I did play Death's Door on the way out to California 
to the Game Awards, uh, uh, which I, I enjoyed. I got a little frustrated, and I was kind of tired at, at one point, so I was like, I need to turn this off before I like throw my Switch across the plane. <laughs> um, so it runs really well on Switch. I was pretty impressed. Uh, I also tried out Red Faction Gorilla Remastered, which is remastered, but it's remastered. Is it um, actually like which, legitimately called that? Yes, oh, go look it up. Okay, I thought you were just so being silly before. It was like, <laughs> no, it was like five bucks or whatever, so I tried that out. Um, and it's a port of a fairly, apparently a fairly decent Red Faction game. So, I don't know, you like break stuff, the graphics don't look great, but, you know, it's uh, it was good. So, And then I played um, some more Cyber Shadow, which I cannot wait to get into that game more. Because uh, it's right up my alley, 8-bit, um, you know, kind of like Ninja Gaiden, and uh, it's right up my alley. And it's made by Yacht Club Games, who made the one and only Shovel Knight. Um, which, speaking of which, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon? What's it called? Pocket Dungeon? Something like that. I don't know. A puzzle game came out today uh, from the Shovel Knight universe. Um, Cooper, what are you doing, bud? Oh, we're doing our laps. Okay. Um, the zoomies. Yeah, he does. So uh, that's that's that. And then I did finally watch Venom 2 oh, last night. Finally. So I am caught up in the Spider-Man cinematic universe <laughs> uh, with Venom 2. Perfect timing. And... Um, yeah, and so I, I get the... I understand why people criticized it as much as they did, because it almost felt like Venom DLC. <laughs> like, it didn't feel like That's fair. a full-on Venom movie. It was like, hey, it's almost like an extended story, which I get, and I appreciate, and I liked it. Um, but I could I could see why people didn't like it as much. But I enjoyed it. I yeah. It was fun. It was funny. Um you know, it was uh, it was cool. I liked it a lot. It did so, feel very short um, relative to the other one, uh, to the first one. But like, yeah, it's still enjoyable regardless. But I, it felt I very fast paced. Yes, it felt almost too fast paced. That's why I called it DLC. Yeah. Um. So that that's that's my only thought there. Nothing else really. But I I enjoyed it. I'm excited to see uh, whatever the next Venom movie brings. And the after credit scene was spoiled for me probably ten thousand times, but. <laughs> Uh, seeing it live and in person, that was pretty neat. And to see how it all played out, I just knew what the end goal of it was, uh, not kind of what you know how it got there. So yes. that was pretty neat to watch play out. So, um, but enough about that. Go watch Venom one and two uh, in preparation for Spider-Man No Way Home, y'all. So, um, hi Cooper. We're we're currently barking at the wall. Um, so yes. Yeah, so let's jump into. Uh, not really the elephant in the room, but the elephant in the room. We were at the Game Awards. Surprise. Um, we talked about it last episode um, with our big announcement that we had, and we were there. Uh, what we did not know, and we'll get into the whole trip and everything, and as for those of you that are in our Discord server, what we did not know is that we were in literally the second row to the fact that if I sneezed and for some reason didn't have my mask on, my snot would touch the stage. So... <laughs> Like, that's how close we were. Yeah. And it was insane. So, Ahmed, since I've been talking for so long, why don't you take us through the trip and how we got there and all that good stuff? Yes. So, trip started out with me missing my flight. Um, so, it was really off. Oh, to, how could I forget? Off to a great start. Um, I slept through three alarms. I don't wake, I don't do waking up before six in the morning. I don't really do waking up before eight in the morning, if we're being honest. Um, but I had alarms set for like 5 30, 5 45, and six was like the last last call last resort um slept through all three of them um woke up to like 20 missed calls from paul my phone was on do not disturb and i guess like my ringer was volume was low because usually when like a repeat caller happens it'll bypass do not disturb for whatever reason i slept through all those calls as well i only woke up to my roommate 
knocking on my door because Paul texted my roommate to check if it, see if I was alive. Um, good news is I was able to get on the very next flight out and only arrived like three hours later than originally intended, which was all fine. Um, LA is LA, whatever, but then the Game Awards were really the main attraction there. Um, the whole reason we were out there, it was super good times. Um, I mean, I don't know, Paul was, or Paul was saying how we got second row seats and like, we got our ticket assignment earlier, so we knew that it was there, but like we didn't click that like it was actually there. We're like, oh, maybe like change the seats and maybe like all everything's pushed back or whatever. No, we were genuinely sitting at the foot of the stage, like one row back. Everything was right in front of us happening. It was insane. We saw Reggie right in front of us. Simu Liu was there. Um, Sting, Imagine Dragons. Um, who else? John Carlo Esposito, Esposito, Will Arnett, Will Arnett uh, Ben Schwartz, uh, Schwartzman? Or is it just Schwartz? I think it's just Schwartz. Um, Voice of Sonic was also there. Um, it was just unreal. Like it still doesn't feel real. We met Phil Spencer. We met um, Major Nelson. Major Nelson. We met uh, who else? Um, Joseph Ferris. Joseph. Yeah. Or Joseph. Sorry. I think I, I don't know if actually it's Joseph or Joseph. I'm gonna say Joseph because it's Swedish and that sounds right. Um, but. Joseph Ferris, uh, who is the developer behind It Takes Two, which ended up winning Game of the Year. Spoilers. Um, just a really, really incredible night in general. Um, I think maybe our, our view on it is skewed. I know that there's been a lot of criticism on Twitter and whatnot and forums about how the show is too long and it's not as awards-based, but like I guess maybe we're biased because we were there in person and it was really exciting to just be in that room. Um, I'm sure watching online might have not been as exciting and maybe our opinion would have been changed, but it was still... Super, super cool once-in-a-lifetime experience, or maybe hopefully not once-in-a-lifetime. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll be back next year. Who knows? Um, but for now, once-in-a-lifetime experience that we are super, super grateful to have been invited to. Um, do you have any? Yeah, I mean, real, real quick, if I could jump in. Yeah, yeah. first of all, uh, got to make sure you have credit where credit's due. Lauren also called you like 20 times. So ah, it yes, wasn't, sorry. for those of you thinking it, to just confirm, it wasn't just that Ahmed blocked my number and that's why my phone calls didn't go through. <laughs> um, he, you know, Lauren gave it a ring as well. Not a single phone um, call. Not, <laughs> not a single phone call. Not a single phone call went through. Shout out to Ahmed's roommate for uh, knocking gently on his door. I told him to kick it down was the, door, the, the softest, like, and I'm like, who the hell is knocking on my door? Ugh. <sighs> Um, it's, it. uh, it, it was, it was God telling you that your, uh, your flight was leaving. Basically. So yeah, I mean, a special shout out to major Nelson, uh, Larry herb from, um, from uh, Xbox, obviously, uh, Xbox lives, major Nelson. He was so cool to us. And he's like, Oh, like, so are you guys like, what are you guys doing here or whatever? And we're like, Oh, like, or, or like, who are you with or something? And we're like, Oh, like we're part of like Jeff Keighley's little like fan group up here in the front. Like we, they invited us to come to the game awards and he's like, Oh, that's like, that's super cool. And then he literally like pointed to everybody around Phil Spencer. And was like, Oh, that's so-and-so like head of halo. That's so-and-so like head of three, four, three. That's so-and-so like, um, you know, whatever, like, you know, the, one of the, one of the big wigs was there, which is who was, which is who Phil Spencer was talking to almost the entire time. Mm. And there were all these like big wig people that he was explaining to us and like, exp like showing us how it all worked. And we're like, Oh, like that's that stage on the side that, you know, you always see Jeff Keighley on for like, you know, some of the smaller awards. And he's like, yeah, like Jeff's usually around here somewhere, like most of the show and stuff like that. And he, yep. he just took the time to explain a lot of stuff to us that I thought was super cool because I know, if anybody's listening that's in the industry, I'm sorry. We were the annoying people. And we were like, can we get a picture? But uh, not that I think anybody in the industry is listening. But if you are, then we're sorry. But uh, Major Nelson was super cool. I was like, I'm so sorry. I know you're busy. 
Um, you know, I know that like probably taking a picture is not what you want to do right now because if it felt like they were in like their safe space and we're like, yo, we're here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so it was, he was still super cool about it. Phil Spencer was kind of in a rush. So he was like, yeah, sure. Like no problem. I'll take a picture with you. But I know I pulled him away from probably an important conversation. Yeah. So it's okay. And then, uh, Joseph, Joseph Ferris was, uh. Just kind of doing his own thing, lounging in his. So uh, hyped when he won that award, he like literally. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if the cameras captured it, but like he genuinely leapt out of his seat and like screamed his way up to the stage. It was it was wild to see. So he was just like on, I don't know. He was in a. He was have what's the word, on cloud nine. He was on cloud nine, so he was very eager to, to chat. With his fans. soul, his soul, his soul left his body. Yes, truly, I agree. truly. Um. But yeah, so I mean, special shout out to uh, to Jeff Keeley and the Game Awards team for letting us come to the Game Awards. It was a really cool experience. Yes. And like I said, probably a once-in-a-lifetime experience, unless What's Funcast hits it big and, you know, we get to go in person and, I don't know, wheel and deal with the bigwigs. Um, Who knows? But yeah, I, I, could, I definitely knew that, that, that the It's Too Long narrative was going to come out because... We were leaving, and I heard like two different sets of developers that are like, "It's too effing long, man!" Like we, uh, it's just, <laughs> and the it's British just, like, so dragged out. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh man!" Like these people are pissed. I was like, "Anyway, I'm I'm cool with it." Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was super cool. So, either way, we did that. Uh, we went to uh to Disneyland, um, with Lauren and her family, uh, which was a lot of fun too. Chaotic and crazy day. Squeezed a lot into one day. My feet still hurt. Um, and then before I, we knew it, it was time to go home. So it was a very, very, very short visit. Um, but we did a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Had a very packed schedule. Yes. All that good stuff. I so, literally slept nine hours, like, the night that we came back and last night as well. Like, my body's still like, yo, why'd you do so much so quickly without any, barely any sleep? And I'm like, I don't know. That's crazy. But Yeah, I, I couldn't fall asleep last night, so I went to sleep at, like, one fifteen, and I woke up this morning at, like, 7.52, which is, like, abnormal. Usually I wake up and, like, roll around in bed or whatever and stay awake. This morning it was like, no, 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 7.52 is your first time waking up, and I'm like, what? And uh, Meanwhile, rolled out of bed. And <laughs> that is like, I don't think anyone can relate to you, but... <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure any working professional besides you could mm-hmm. probably relate to that. Okay. You tell me no. You're, you let me know. I mean, then again, Lauren sleeps late as hell, too. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Y'all are just whack. Or, I don't know, we don't have 8 a.m. meetings. It's against the law where I'm from. I'm kidding. I, I don't know how you don't have 8 a.m. meetings. Because like, the workday starts at 9. What do you mean, how? That's not true. It's absolutely there, true. Like, there are so many people at work that start at, like, 6 a.m. And that's that on are, like, our age. They can do that all they want. I'm good. I don't know, 6 a.m. So, if you start at 9, what time, are you, what, what, time, what time do you finish work if you start at 9? Around like five thirty, sometimes six. Mm. Mm. You also finish at the same time. You don't even finish any earlier for waking up earlier. Mm. I don't know what to I tell you. That face. That's on, that's on, that's on you. How do you like Is that? it? Is it on me? I'm not the one suffering. Mm. Wait till I tell your company you're skimping them on hours. Mm. There's no hours. I'm salaried, baby. Anyways, <laughs> TGA awards. Let's go through some of the most important awards. I think we could skip most of the esports stuff. I don't think anyone here necessarily cares but you can always look them up if you do um in order of the in order of the way that the awards were shown we got games for impact um life is strange true colors one uh reddit's game of the year i didn't even know that that was an award resident evil village um best audio design forza horizon 5 best independent game and best debut indie game was keen and bridge of spirits um best performance was maggie robertson who played lady d in resident evil village 
Best Action was Returnal. Best Art Direction, Deathloop. Uh, player's Voice, or Player's Choice, I guess. Uh, Halo Infinite. Best RPG, Tales of Arise. Best Score and Music, Near Replicant. Uh, content Creator of the Year, Dream. I know he's a... I know of Dream only because I always see like random Twitter trends and I'm like, what is this? And I click on it and it's like Dream, who's a Minecraft creator on YouTube or something. Um, best multiplayer game, It Takes Two. Best mobile game, Genshin Impact, which the announcer announced it as Genshin Impact, which was funny to me. Um, best narrative, oh Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Best action adventure, Metroid Dread, uh, which was an award accepted by Doug Bowser of all people. You'd think that like any of the developer team would be there, but Doug Bowser was there and it was a very strange speech. Um, not strange, but like it, it wasn't Reggie is really what I'm trying to say. Um, right. Best ongoing game, Final Fantasy... That's 14, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's 14. Um, which also won Best Community Support. Um, innovation and Accessibility and Best Racing Game went to Forza Horizon 5. Uh, best Game Direction was Deathloop. Best Esports Game was League of Legends, which is shocking to me as that game has been on a 10-plus year run at this point. Um, best Family Game, It Takes Two. Best Fighting Game, Guilty Gear Strive. Best Strategy Game, Age of Empires 4, which is also wild because that just came out. I don't know how it could already be rated Best Strategy, but I guess it's that good, huh? Um, well, I guess I could, the same could be said about Forest Horizon 5, but whatever. Um, most Anticipated Game was Elden Ring, which I guess is to no one's surprise. And Game of the Year was It Takes Two. Very, very well deserved, and I'm happy that we were actually able to beat a game that won Game of the Year. So, shocking. always good. Very shocking. Um, yes. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, that it takes two was very well deserved. Yes. Um, I know people were upset that Psychonauts two didn't come away with anything. Yeah, it was. And I guess snubbed to some extent. But I don't know. I also didn't play enough of it to have an opinion. If we're being honest. I mean, to say Lady D was like the Reddit's game of the year, or uh, sorry, excuse me, Resident Evil the uh, be- best performance. Oh. Yeah, best performance. Yeah was lady d uh played by maggie maggie robertson i you know that was an interesting choice because i don't like i remember carla herself like was saying that the performance itself wasn't that great but i don't know who else in the category should have won personally like because i didn't play enough of any of the nominees i don't think it was Deathloop was nominated twice resident evil village and then what were the other two performances do you remember uh, I'll take a look. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't recall. But I, I remember when we talked about it last episode when we were giving our predictions, we didn't think Maggie Robertson would win for that one. Um, but good for her. I think she also, when she went up on stage, she was like, this is shocking to me. I didn't expect to win. Or something like that. Like, um, And she wasn't She also was very, wearing a very, a very revealing dress. She was wearing a very Lady D dress. She was in... in uh, so, best performance, it mm. was uh, her... Mm. Uh, Erica Moria's Alex Chen in Life is Strange, ah. uh, Giancarlo Esposito uh, in Far Cry Six, and then both the lead actor, uh, the actor and actress from Deathloop. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Out of all of those, I'm sure they were all great performances. Yeah, but. I'm sure they were too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, nothing, nothing crazy here. Uh, I think that you know, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy for best narrative, that kind of got me excited. We were talking about that at the show. Yeah. Um, because I I just started playing that, and it'll be. Very interesting to see what that narrative looks like because they were they were also shocked. Yes, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I remember that." Um, but so the speed that I just went through all of the awards is approximately the same amount of speed that they went through the awards at the actual Game Awards show, because the Game Awards, despite what you may think by its title, is kind of its own event in terms of gameplay reveals and the future of gaming, um, which is for better or for worse, it's another announcement vehicle basically, or that's 
kind of what it's become. I don't know if it's always been like that necessarily, like way back in the you know Spike TV days. Remember that? Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, the it was kind of disheartening to see like Jeff Keighley literally speed run some of these awards, like major categories too, like best RPG, best action game, best strategy game, and just like kind of speed run through them, and then just to you know go back to commercials and trailers. But I don't know. It is what it is. Um, but there were some exciting reveals and uh, and you know trailers and things that we saw. So um, from the gaming side of things, I've kind of highlighted um, my favorites, and then I don't know if, if there's any that you know Paul you think we should mention. We could talk about those. But there were a bunch of reveals. I think the most uh, exciting ones were the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is a multiplayer uh, horror game. Um, Wonder Woman was revealed. Uh, Alan Wake Two was announced, which was a big surprise. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse, which is a Quantic Dream uh, game, a Star Wars game. Um, Quantic Dream made Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, so kind of those like narrative games. Um, so that'll be interesting. That to trailer, see. that trailer had me hella excited. Yeah, it did look really interesting. Um, Slitterhead was, I don't know. I keep going back and forth on whether or not I'm excited about this because the way they announced it, it was like, oh, this is the new Kojima game, but it, it's not Kojima. It's like some random person that, or not random person. It was like the cr- original creator of the original Silent Hill went on to make his own studio um but the way they phrased it it was like oh we're finally going to see like pt come to life like silent hill pt but it's not a silent hill game it's called slitterhead um and it's very haunted the heads literally so it it wasn't it was it wasn't actually that so if you watch the trailer again Mm -hmm. it says like in 1995 so and so created uh uh, came up with the idea for silent hill and silent hill was an all like it was probably 10 to 15 sizes bigger than all the other words and that's when yes. you're like uh you're like oh or you know whatever I, it's the way you silent hill was shitty because yes you did think like oh pt oh you know whatever it might be yeah. right um is coming so like uh or or it's a new kojima game the kojima appearance for this year was talking about uh guillermo del toro's new movie which i thought was ridiculous yeah that was interesting that was a yeah i don't know we'll see um so i don't know i think that the slitterhead intro or whatever or i don't know i think it looks interesting i think it's going to be hopefully a good game definitely not a game but for you. i don't but <laughs> no no definitely not a game for me but it pissed me off how they revealed that game yes um but besides that uh we also got a ensemble to show off um or like a ensemble uh, performance to show off uh a new music from cuphead the last or delicious last course or the dlc basically um dlc island um which I'm not a big Cuphead person, but it looks exciting. Um, and then Sonic Frontiers, which is the new Sonic game. We saw a very basic, uh, not you know, gameplay reveal, but just an initial kind of launch trailer, um, which showed right before or after the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie trailer, um, which we also saw there, which looks really good. Um, are there any other game reveals on this list that look partic- or worth mentioning, yeah. do you think? Um, so Have a Nice Death actually stuck out to me. That mm. looked really interesting. It looked more... Uh, up my alley in terms of like it almost looked like a platformer if I remember correctly uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax literally someone in the crowd was vibrating oh, uh, and screaming Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake came out was announced for PC one thing to note there this is going to be the intro to $70 PC games so uh, Godspeed PC gamers um, I, I don't know how you could leave out Among Us VR that's like right <laughs> up your alley is it um <laughs> But yeah, I mean some other stuff which we have down below here from Games Radar. 
with respect to not even just game reveals, but some other exciting stuff. We got uh, a gameplay reveal from Hellblade 2 Senua Saga, which, which was massive. It looked wild. Um, we got the Sonic 2 movie trailer, like Ahmed just said. We got Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League gameplay trailer, um, which was really cool. They like set it up to be like, you know, like a like a live in person, like don't show this demo thing, and then they showed the, the gameplay trailer. I thought it looked a lot of fun. Yeah, looked like a lot of fun. Excuse me. Uh, we got our first look at the Halo TV series, which I thought looked great as well. Um, and then the announcement of the Matrix Awakens demo, which I thought was kind of lame for like the last thing of the show. Yeah, um, it was kind of a but, letdown. Like I was know. waiting for like a new game to be announced, but it was literally just the Unreal demo. Um, so kind of disappointing to save for last. By but. by a new game, you mean uh, the sequel to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild? Is that what you mean? Is it? Is that what I mean? <laughs> That's what I meant. Oh, I, I for sure thought we were going to get like a little glimpse of something, right? Like something. And then we got I don't know, like an L because. I remember Jeff Keighley had tweeted, and I think I feel like he overhyped the show a little bit. He had tweeted there was like f- uh, four or five Elden Ring sized reveals. So I, I don't disagree with that. Alan Wake I think Two. That I guess one, is big. Wonder Woman, Alan Wake Two, Star Wars, um, Destiny Two. The the new expansion is big for some people, it, but like not out of left field. If anything, the Persona thing I guess is like is no is the Persona thing's a remake. I don't know. It. By the way, that man was vibrating for literally like that was, that was thirty one, seconds. That was one person. He was. It was one person. He'll be okay. No one else. I think what you bolded else, the first. Who knows? I think the first three that you bolded are pretty pretty big. Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre, Wonder Woman, Alan Wake Two, and Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah. Oh no, um, Telltale's the Expanse. That's a big one. Telltale kind of comeback of Telltale a little bit, right? Yeah, I but I didn't realize enough. the Expanse was a TV show on Prime Video. Yes. Yep. Had you ever heard it before? I've heard of it, I feel like, but I, it didn't click at the show. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I looked it up after. I never watched it. Like, I couldn't tell you what it's but about, yeah. but it's, I know it's a big sci-fi Tell- show. It's pretty popular. Telltale coming back together is, like, whatever. I don't know. I Telltale, I feel like, has run their course, and it is what it Listen, is. Listen, so. they can run their course after they release The Wolf Among Us 2. That's what I'm Did you even for. beat the first yes. one? Yes. What do you mean? I beat it on sure? stream. I remember you playing it, and then I think you lost your save data, and then, and then I, I don't remember the rest. I started it again, and I beat it on stream. Oh, game was good. really good. I really proud of you. It was speaking good. of things that are getting redone or pushed back. Yes. So uh, now we wrapped up our game awards uh, coverage. We have two little news items to go through, and then we're going to jump into some 2021 highlights to wrap out the year. So nothing too exciting, but you want to take this first one? This is definitely not exciting. Yeah. Uh, so the there's first. there's more. Huh? It's kind of the bad news first. I'll take the good news after. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Marvel. Well, Disney uh, has adjusted their slate of release dates for their upcoming movies, um, which obviously means more delays. So this one comes from IGN, who says, Disney announced that release date changes, which also involved one untitled Marvel movie moving forward by a week today. And you can see the full list below. Um, and I'm having, like, deja vu, because I know we've, like, read off these delays, I don't know, two other times now, it Probably. feels like. Um, Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness is moving from March 25th to May 6th of 2022. Thor, excuse you, sir. What? Is he barking or is he sneezing? It's Discord's he noise just, canceling it. <laughs> he uh, he just came over and he was like, he was like um, <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder has been delayed from May 6th, 2022 to July 8th of 2022. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has been delayed from July 8th, 2022 to November 11th, 2022. Some of these I understand, like Black Panther maybe, because of the whole issue yeah. that they had with um, 
Latina Wright and uh, her injury. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I can understand that. Indiana Jones 5 has been delayed from July 29th to June 30th of 2023. So nearly a full year. How old is Harrison Ford? Like, come on. I'm, like, worried, genuinely. I I think he, like, hurt himself on the set or something, or maybe I'm hallucinating. Maybe. Um, The Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel, has been delayed from November 11th, 2022 to February 17th, 2023. Um, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania has been delayed from February 17, 2023 to July 28th, 2023. And then as previously mentioned, the untitled Marvel movie um, has been moved forward from November 10th, excuse you, November 10th, 2023 to November 3rd of 2023. Uh, Disney also removed two unannounced Marvel films originally dated for July 28th, 2023 and October 6th, 2023 from the schedule entirely. The untitled live, Disney live-action 20th century movies were also removed. Removed from the schedule doesn't necessarily mean these releases are canceled, but more likely means that Disney hasn't yet decided on new release dates for them. So, I don't know. Water is wet. Grass is green yeah. when it's healthy. Grass is and, green when uh, it's healthy. I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. So no. I don't know what to uh, what to make of it. Okay, Cooper. Chill, bud. He's so excited. Chill. Um, so he yeah, really we're is. probably so after Spider Man, we're not gonna get another uh, Marvel movie until Doctor Strange in May, um, which is fine. It, I feel like we've had a lot this year. We've been fed well. We're good. We can we can we, wait a little bit. We've been fed well. We have been. Yeah. So I'd imagine the TV shows will still continue on. It's just the yes. theatrical movies that'll that'll slog behind. Yeah. There's been no change to the Disney Plus release schedule so far announced. Um, and we need to watch Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye's like four episodes in, and I keep seeing tweets like that, everything's that, getting real, and I'm like, I don't. Maybe I'll watch this one day. Yeah, <laughs> keep forgetting. I think I think that got that got partially spoiled for me as well, which is wonderful. Oh, I, being I didn't see any spoilers. I just I like I actually haven't been seeing a lot of chatter about it at all. Like besides their official tweets that sometimes get promoted on my timeline. Um, so I don't know what's happening, but I'll watch it eventually. I have time now. Hopefully. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right. And then our second little news item and the last news item in the gaming universe is that, uh, well, this is pretty exciting, actually. A Game Pass a- competitor might be incoming, coming from uh, at Sony. So this one also comes from IGN. Um, quote, Bloomberg says sources familiar with Sony's plans share details of a new service code named Spartacus, where PlayStation owners can pay a monthly fee for access to a library of modern and classic games. This is the same model used for Xbox's popular Game Pass service. Uh, documents on the project revealed three tiers of the upcoming service. The first includes the same benefits as PlayStation Plus, which is required for online gaming and comes with some free games each month. A higher tier offers access to the gaming catalog like Game Pass, um, and a third tier will include extended demos, game streaming, and a larger access or sorry, and access to a larger library that includes PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. Um, so kind of a little bit of a like Nintendo Switch Online kind of deal. Uh, the new service is expected to launch in spring of 2022 and will merge Sony's existing subscription services, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, um, which is a cloud service that lets people stream games directly to their consoles, but it's limited to like older games. Um, according to Bloomberg, the PlayStation Plus name will remain, but PlayStation Now will be phased out as a brand, um, which I think is the move. It's kind of similar to what Xbox did with um with uh, Xbox Live and Game Pass and kind of just merging it all into Game Pass Ultimate and making it one easy subscription service so that you're not confused about what you have and what benefits and things you got. Um, so good stuff. I'm looking forward to this. And I hope that the rumor, the reports are actually, you know, accurate. Um, and I'm hoping that it's not too much more expensive. Like, I guess 
to be competitive. I think Game Pass Ultimate is what fifteen or twenty bucks a month. Do I have that right? Yeah, I know. I know on sale it's twenty five dollars for three months. So um, it's normally I think fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. So I think that's normally a forty five dollar thing. Yes. Yeah. So. Hopefully it's somewhere around that similar price point, and hopefully with my, I think I have PlayStation Plus until like 2025. So hopefully that will. I have I have an extreme amount of PlayStation Plus, so yeah. hopefully it all converts very well. Yes, we we shall see, and this can be, you know, finally, you know, the no more buying seventy dollars PS5 games. Can't wait. <laughs> very much look forward. Yeah, to I mean, hopefully, hopefully the, uh, hopefully. The PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and PSP, and... Oh, there's no mention of Vita. That's interesting. And PSP games thing is true. Dude, I just wore you out. I went on mute and everything. Um, <laughs> so, I, like, r- r- rustled, wrestled him a little bit, and I was like, yo, I'm ready for more. Uh, hopefully that's all true, because it'd be nice to get those older games again. Uh, not that I think I'd play any of them, really. Maybe some PS3 or PS2 games, but not not PS1, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I so, would. I anyway. I'll probably play Grand Turismo Two on PS One, if not for like two minutes, just to be like, "Wow, I remember this," and then never play it again. <laughs> it's usually how it goes with retro yeah. games. That's um, usually how it goes with every game. Yeah. All right. Shall we jump into some twenty twenty one highlights? I went through and like yeah, basically was... scrolled through our things and was like, "Ooh, this was a good one." Yeah. This is. It's really funny to look back at these. Yeah. Like, so this this first one is actually kind of funny. Um, Switch Pro. Not funny. It hurts. It does. It hurts. So back in episode 101 on January 12th of 2021, the Switch Pro rumor mill was in full force. And we were like, yo, we're getting a 4 Pro or 4K Switch. It's going to be like a PS4 Pro or like a new Nintendo DS or whatever, where it's like the a little bit upgraded and whatever, a new system on a chip. And, you know, looking back at the report, it does kind of like allude to the Switch OLED, which is what eventually came to pass. Um, so some of the the rumors here, I'm quoting this from WFCC, sorry, WCCF Tech. Um, they go, Nintendo is actually working on a new model with upgraded display stuff, and has been for 1.5 to two years. Personally, believe it's 4K, given the signs I'm seeing in the firmware, but that's not confirmed yet, and could be wrong. It was. Um, let's see, explicitly supports. Could you imagine working on the Switch OLED for two years? Yeah, I don't know if that's actually true. But, like, maybe. There's just no way. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Tablet itself definitely has an upgraded display. Um, firmware support has some Realtek chip that's advertising it as a 4K UHD multimedia system on a chip. Hence the belief that's 4K. It wasn't. Um, chip might be inside the new dock, which there was a new dock, yes. Um, Substantially better cooling and battery life. Is that true? Does the OLED have like significantly better battery life? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think it's the same battery life. Yeah, probably because the screen takes... Like, the battery is bigger, but the screen takes more power, so you end up with the same nonsense. Um, yeah, interesting. They were like, oh, if they need extra performance, higher clock rates around the board. Realistically, the extra performance is probably just the power of the bigger screen. I don't know. Not that the screen's high resolution, yeah. even. It's just bigger. That... That whole that whole report was like yeah. there's a lot of assumptions that turned into guarantees made about the 4K part of it. Yes. Ow! Cooper, that hurt. <laughs> He's like getting all riled Special up, guest. and he like jumped up and nipped. My finger. Oh, I just realized yeah. because we don't got Lauren at home, so there's no one to distract. Yeah, him. so I'm on I'm on babysitting duty. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'm on babysitting duty with the Velociraptor <laughs> demon child. Gonna close out the year with uh, close out the year with a good Cooper show up. You know what's funny? I could hold him, and he'd be like all relaxed and very upset with me if I held him. 
You want me to hold you, bud? <laughs> you want to come up? He ran like hell. He's like, <laughs> hell He's no. Like, Absolutely not. Uh, all right, let's keep going down the line here. Paramount Plus launched. Uh, that was on March 2nd of 2021 that we had episode 108. Yes. Uh, what else do we got here? We got we loved WandaVision. Not wrong. We did. Yes. I went and little did we know. Are, are we good? Are we good? <laughs> Just looking at me like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, We did love WandaVision, and little did we know it would be our favorite of the three. Yeah. Maybe even the four if we ever watch Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, remember Hawkeye? <laughs> yeah, we literally just talked about it two seconds ago. I already forgot. Oh, my but gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Remember this? Microsoft almost bought Discord, episode 110, March 23rd. We really dodged a bullet with that one. Can you imagine if they bought it and then it turned to Skype again? Ugh. Ugh. What a disaster. Yeah, thankfully. Crisis averted. Yeah. So this one was an interesting one. Jeff Kaplan left Blizzard right before the whole kind of shitstorm began over the summer. That was on episode 113, April 20th. Oh, and thanks. Uh, South by Southwest. <laughs> That's what it looks like. SXWSH Visuals. Thanks for the follow. Oh, and we're getting a first-time chat of porn. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. How do I... <laughs> Where's our mods? Mods in the chat. Uh, it's like ASCII art. Yeah, it's fine. I love that. Oh, I got it. All right, all good, I think, hypothetically. <laughs> I have my mod view back on now. Thank you. I love getting getting things. Oh, I got it deleted. We're good. Excellent. All right, anyways, moving on. <laughs> Are you still the looking at things? The way he said no problem? <laughs> Literally. I blocked them. We're good. Anyway, um, love that for us. Uh, Jeff Kaplan left Blizzard. Uh, the Oscars, 2021 Oscars were a mess. Remember that? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, they were held in that, like, train station. It was like, I don't know. And then I saved Best Actor for Last as if, like, Chadwick Boseman was going to win, like, posthumously. And then he didn't. And then Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there to accept the award, but they wouldn't let him do an award speech because they didn't want to use Zoom. But he also didn't want to travel because he's 83 years old in a pandemic. <laughs> it was a disaster. Yeah. What a mess. It really was a mess, so I don't know. Game awards were better. Truly, <laughs> game awards were better. Uh, what else? E three twenty twenty one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because wow, I remember that there was no E three in twenty twenty uh, at all. Right. So Breath of the Wild two. We got a little, a little teeny tiny teaser of gameplay. I rewatched it. And uh, it, was, and it was like a significant amount. Like I don't know. It was maybe thirty seconds total. But like that's significant. We saw him like phase through blocks. Link. Face to yeah, I remember that. that was crazy. And uh, um, and we got a 2022 release window. Um, hold on, keep keep covering this. Let me just answer this real quick. Oh, got an important phone call. Well, 2022 release window for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Guardians of the Ga game, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy game was revealed, um, and now we know it was released to major fanfare. Um, Forza Horizon 5 was also revealed at E3 and was also released to major fanfare. Um, Ubisoft's Avatar game was revealed, which I honestly completely forgot that they even happened. That's what I that was what I forgot about. By the way, that was Tracy, friend of the show. Ah, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's why I was like, holy shit! I didn't realize that. Uh, well, I forgot in my head that the Avatar game was revealed. Yes, like it was such a weird announcement too. Like just like the movie, it's like you hear about it and you forget about it. Um, and then Mario and Rabbids sequel was announced, which I only remembered because. So did you do the the Switch year interview thing? Did you see that at all? 
Yes, I did. Uh, let me see. I, I only remembered about the Mario and Rabbids thing because at the end of the Switch year in review, which, spoiler alert, my most played game was Hades, um, it was like, look forward to, or looking forward to these upcoming games from 2022, and it was uh, Spark of Hope was on that list in addition to like Pokemon so I Arceus. Pull, I pulled it up, um, and it wasn't pulling up in Safari for some reason. Yeah, that's what we're saying, Justin. That it was announced at E3. Um, but yeah, my most played game was uh, was Hades with 60 hours, I think, um, which is just on Switch. I played a significant amount more on Steam, but who's surprised? You're an actual demon. Yes. <laughs> all right, here we go. Exactly. Check out all the fun you had. Or you're going to have to parse uh, through so many see. pages. You played 49 games. Oh, really? Damn. I played like, I think mine was 20. For a total of 104 hours. Last year, you logged 285 hours. Well, we all know where those hours went. <laughs> yeah, I think mine this year was like 100-some hours, and it was like, last year, you logged 400. And I was like, yep, can confirm. Oh, my gosh. So so get ready for this. Your most played game this year was Metroid Dread for 17 hours. Ooh, that's it? Tetris 99, for, Tetris 99 for 16 hours, and Animal Crossing New Horizons for 15 hours. Last year, it was this one, Animal Crossing New Horizons, 221 hours. <laughs> Oh my god. I am shocked that you didn't have more hours in Tetris or Metro Dread or like any single game that you had more hours in. Like that your cap was just eight or what is it, eighteen or seventeen? Yeah, seventeen hours. Yeah, Carl, I'm being lost in the blizzard. Also, hello, how was how was the Witcher two? Season two premiere thing. Um But yeah, I maybe I'll play Metro or Mario and Rabbids. I don't know. I still have to play Metro Dread. I haven't played it since that I first s- time I streamed it. Just because it's like you should, uh, you should definitely play that game. That game I know, is so I good. Know. It is. I enjoyed what I played of it. I just am a creature of habit, and I'm like, ooh, but what if I just race cars and close my eyes and don't have to focus and <laughs> be challenged? Or if I just <laughs> keep playing Hades, a game that I've literally beaten to the ground. Um, yeah. Steam Deck was announced. Will it ever see the light of day? Who knows? It was supposed to start shipping, I think, last month, but it was delayed until February. Um, so we'll see if that ever actually ships, but kind of an exciting development. I feel like by the time it's actually released and people get it in their hands, it's going to be outdated, but that's just me. We'll yeah, I agree too. The next revision. Remember our uh, power wash simulator phase? <laughs> oh my gosh, remember that? Never forget. That was uh, that was short-lived. Yes, that was back in August. And then, I don't know, I guess the... the August? Biggest... Holy shit, yeah. that did not feel like August. Just four months ago. Um, and I guess the last big announcement of the year was G4 coming back. I don't know what has come of that, but that was back in October in episode 127 that we reported on it. But I don't remember, like, if they've started coming back or when that's going to happen. If it'll be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, haven't, actually... I haven't kept up on any of that. Yeah. And anybody cares about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. And then the biggest announcement was that we were going to the Game Awards, and that was last week. Yes, that was truly two weeks. The two weeks ago, biggest biggest announcement of the year. What a way to yeah, close out the year, ago. though. I know, right? We need to play. That was a hell of a way to close out the year. Viscera cleanup detail. Is this like Power Wash Simulator but Japanese? Because I like, I can almost guarantee that the title is of a Japanese game. It's like anime, anime Power Wash cleaning. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hard pass on that one. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. All right. Favorite games of the year. Um, Ahmed, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I'm looking up Viscera cleanup detail. 
Oh, okay. it's a it's a science fiction simulation game where you're tasked to clean up the bloody aftermath of a successfully su- successfully repelled alien invasion. This one came out in <sighs> 2015. I'll play this one, Justin, just for you. Anyways, uh, my favorite games you're of the full, year. You're full of shit, and you know it. <laughs> Crime scene cleaning, yes. Um, my favorite games of the year. I mean, it almost feels like cheap because it didn't win game of the year, but it genuinely is so well deserved. It takes two. Um, I don't think anything can like top that. It was one of the most original games I think either of us have played in a very, very, very long time. Um, just extremely charming, extremely inspired, extremely unique, fantastic all around, 10 out of 10. Um, Forza Horizon 5 has been getting a lot of love from me. I think within the first two weeks that it was released, I already put like 50 hours into it or something, according to my Xbox Play stats, um, somehow. So it's... I. I don't know. I really, really enjoy that game, even though it's not much. It's very incremental update to for uh, to Horizon Four. Um, it's just it's fantastic. It's you know don't break it if it's not or don't what is it? Don't fix it if it's not broken. That's the word. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. Hades is an honorable mention just because I really did only play it majorly in 2021. I think I like started it maybe in December of 2020. Um, but that game got me through the year almost in the same way that like animal crossing got me through 2020 um hades was was huge for me if you know based on my 60 hours on switch alone and i think i have like uh, 140 hours on steam so it's i love that, that is game. so wild to me it's so good it, it is yeah i could definitely i could definitely see why you like it but it is um yeah you've definitely played a lot of it yes i'd say for me it's definitely it takes two um just for all the reasons you said it was just a phenomenal game and one that like i wanted to continue playing to see the story and to see the emotion and the character development it was just so good um and i was shocked at how good it was yeah. uh metroid dread because i actually beat the damn game and i don't <laughs> think i beat a metroid game ever and uh it was just so good uh it was really enjoyable it literally felt like a fan-made game um and it's not it's real it's made by nintendo <laughs> so um i'd say an honorable mention as well for me would be I would be Halo Infinite only from what I've played of the multiplayer and what I've played of the single player it's just a return a return to return return to form um, of Halo for me and I've really been enjoying it to the point that I'm like I gotta play I gotta I haven't had a I've gotta play this game every day to check the boxes and get my experience for the day uh, in a while probably since one of the earlier seasons of Fortnite as I have with Halo Infinite so. Um, Special shout out to that. Yeah, on, I mean that's been new with Forza, but I have access to Halo Infinite on Game Pass, just like you do, and just like everyone should get Game Pass. We're Game Pass shills, um, but I would definitely also try out the campaign. Is it? Can the campaign be played co-op like the originals? Not, not yet. That's that's coming out oh, okay. in a couple months, I think. Well, then. So, um, Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play for everybody. It's not just Game Pass. Oh yes, the multiplayer is free to play. Yes. Yeah. So get into it. If you haven't, if you have um, a system capable yeah. of doing so. I definitely agree. And if you don't have a system capable of doing so, I bet your phone can stream it over the cloud. Oh, true. So, Well, wait. Uh, the streaming is... You still need a Game Pass for streaming. You can't do that for free. Correct. Yes. You still need a Game Pass for streaming, yes. Yes. All right. Um, all right. What about movies? We'll start with we'll start with you. Favorite movies of the year? Um, I had to think about this one for a little bit because there's a lot of movies that I that I enjoyed... And there are some movies that I didn't like. I didn't like them, but I enjoyed watching them because they were chaotic. Like uh, that 
crazy uh, French movie, Titan or whatever, um, that one came to mind. Like, I didn't like it, but the experience of watching it was, like, unlike anything else that I've ever experienced in my life. Um, so it's an honorable mention for me. But the, the top movies, I'd say, are Shang-Chi, for sure. Um, Luca is was excellent. I loved Luca and Venom 2, just because I... I don't know. I I've been meaning to rewatch that, and now that it's on VOD, I think I, I will soon. Um, but Venom Two just was ridiculous. Um, this may very well change come Thursday when Spider Man No Way Home is seen by my eyeballs. But for now, <laughs> this is this is the top three. Yeah. Um, so it's funny because I was looking at like what movies I watched, or just scrolling through like the movies of twenty twenty one. So I definitely agree with Shang Chi. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Ryan the Last Dragon, I think for me tops oh, Luca. Yeah. Um, so that was one of them that I was like, "See, you forgot one." No, uh, Ryan I, the Last Dragon. I saw it on my list, but I was like, I liked Luca better. But I did really enjoy yeah. Raya. It was good. I definitely liked Raya better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say those are probably my two favorites. I saw No Time to Die. That was good. Um, saw Black Widow. Obviously, didn't see the Paw Patrol movie. I guess I should have. <laughs> Damn, really um, missing out. Saw Space Jam: A New Legacy. That was not good. Yikes! <laughs> Least favorite movies of the year. Uh, what the hell is that? Panda versus Aliens. Anyway, some booty ass movie. Um, I'm scrolling through like some of this stuff on. Look at my on Google. Look back at my diary here and see. Last night my in diary. Soho was really good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I almost put it on the list as like one of my favorites, but. I wouldn't go that far, but it's it's really, really good and should be seen, I would say. Um, I mean, there's movies that we didn't get to watch that I want to watch. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing In the Heights. Oh, yeah. I, um, I want to see Jungle Cruise, which that's on me because it's free on Disney+. Plus. You should. I wanted yeah. to watch Godzilla vs. Kong, even though I know that's not going to be like one of the best movies. I still want to watch it. Dune was also good. Uh, I'd say Dune is up there honorable mentions dune was was an experience but i feel like watching it at home is so different like i think half of the experience and the reason i enjoyed it so much was because we were watching it in imax so i don't know i feel like that's one of those movies that'll eventually get an imax re-release because it's so like integral to the experience um but yeah dune was dune was good dune's definitely up there if we're counting movies that I saw in 2021 but weren't released in 2021, I watched Lilo and Stitch. That was good. Oh my god. Yes, that should be at the top of your list. No exceptions. Yes. Lilo and Stitch and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Those both got five stars for me. Did you just say Radiators of the Lost Ark? Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. That's what they all say. Radiators of the Lost Ark. That's what I said. Remember the Ratatouille right. TikTok musical? <laughs> that was the first thing I watched in 2021. On January Wait, 1st. Wait, that was this year? Holy shit, I forgot about January that. January 1st is when it came out. That was not good. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my God. It's a mess. I appreciate the... the um, all right, and then the last category here is favorite TV shows of this year. Yeah, so this one I wasn't even going to put as a category, but then I was like going through and I'm like, you know what? WandaVision was really good, and I want to call out that I watched it, <laughs> that we watched it, and that I really liked it. So top of the list is WandaVision. Um, and then Sex Education Season 3 was fantastic. Uh, I literally binged that while dog-watching Mr. Cooper. Um, it was so good. I couldn't like stop watching. And then uh, Squid Game also. I don't think I've ever binge watched a show faster. Like I genuinely sat and watched the entirety of the show in one day. 
I don't think I've ever done that for any other show ever. Like I usually get really <laughs> antsy and bored when watching TV and I'm like, okay, that's enough. Like I've, I've been sitting here for too long. I have to go do something else. Squid Game, I was glued to my couch for the entire Sunday. So that one's really up there. Yeah, we've got to watch. We've got to watch Squid Game so I can stop hearing about it. <laughs> yes, you really do. And there's probably going to be a season two, so catch up. Oh, I'd imagine there definitely will be. Um, I'm looking. It's funny. I'm like looking at the list on Disney Plus for TV shows. Oh, how can I forget about High School Musical? Oh High my School god, series? I forgot about Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass was up. Well, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites because I still liked Hill House better, but Midnight Mass was really good. Um, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. I forgot the last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine was absolutely fantastic. Like everyone should watch that season. It is really, really, really good TV. I oh yeah, I just yeah. saw okay oh. Uh, and we talked about WandaVision. I agree with WandaVision. Um, I don't even know if it came. I'm pretty sure season two came out this year, but I Ted Lasso is so. new to me, and that was definitely like the probably the best TV show I watched all year. Uh, that was such a yeah. pleasant surprise. <laughs> Let me put it on your list. And you for put you. it in there for me. <laughs> I know you put it in there for me. And Ahmed found the Ted Lasso. But Ted, uh, wow, <laughs> the place that has Ted Lasso biscuits, which is Ted Lasso. Uh, it was, go get him tiger yes it was a cafe in la called go get him tiger that has the um that has the ted lasso biscuits and they're really good and they're like a little shortbread biscuits we had like yeah three of them each yeah and, and it's official like the i guess apple tv plus or apple in general uh partnered up with the with the with the place because it's a chain i didn't realize it was a chain mm. um and it's a chain in la and they actually had like the pink box from the TV show and everything, but I guess that was mainly to promote season two. So now they just have them on the menu. Yes. Um, and they were really, really good. Like I literally, I walked into uh, the I'm cafe because Paul, like we couldn't find parking because LA is LA, and like Paul's like just run in there and get them. I'm like okay, so I run inside and I see that they have like six of them on a little tray, and I'm like, how many of those do you guys have? And like as many as you want. I'm like, I'll take ten. <laughs> like please. <laughs> And then they, like, had to oh pull them God. out of the drawer and whatnot. And then, like, some of the display ones were taken away. So, like, we literally took out their whole stock. But Clean the house out. Literally. Worth it. Um, for biggest letdown, Monsters at Work. I was really excited for that. And that, I did not, we didn't get past, like, season, or episode two. Um, because it was not interesting. I kept watching it, like, hoping it would get better. But, like, it was really just kind of a, something to look at with my eyes while I was eating dinner. And not something I was, like, actually engaging with. Yeah, yeah. That one. Um, there's a lot of TV shows. Jesus, man. I don't know about Young Rock. Young Rock, like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Croc Johnson. Yeah. Him. <laughs> um. I yeah. I don't. I don't track. I don't keep track of TV shows the way I keep track of movies. Maybe I should, but like I genuinely don't remember anything else that I watched. But I know there are some other things that I watched. I mean, I started Clone Wars, but I haven't I haven't finished season one yet, so I can't say that it's a top TV show or anything. I haven't really gotten anywhere there. Um, I bet I could tell you what uh, what Rita's favorite um, TV show of this year was. Was it the Clone Wars? Bad Batch? The Bad. Apparently the season finale was a letdown. Rita will tell you all I'm about sure it. it was, I'm sure it was still her favorite. Probably. If you want to talk about movies that were letdowns, uh, Spiral, The Book of Saw, which I mean should be a no surprise to anyone, but it was my first movie back in theaters after like COVID, and that was disappointing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I thought this would be at least have like some redeeming qualities. Um, what else? Uh, the Guilty, the 
um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix. That's like a remake of some Danish movie. That was, I don't know. It was something. Also a letdown? Yeah. I guess Eternals to some extent. Like, I, I really didn't hate Eternals. I feel like everyone else's, like, negative mood about it has, like, made me feel worse about it. But, like, I'm thinking back to it. I'm like, I didn't really, like, dislike it that much. But, like, I don't think it's the worst MCU movie. But it's not... I don't know. It was definitely a disappointment. But it wasn't, like, that bad, you know? Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Uh, Malignant. That was kind of disappointing. <laughs> I was really disappointing, actually. Because <laughs> those movies... Or that movie was advertised as, like, an actual horror movie, and then it started, and we're like, hmm, this is just Spider-Man 2, huh? <laughs> directed by Sam Raimi himself. Or not directed. Was it directed by Sam Raimi? I don't know if it was directed or produced by him. I don't even know. It was Crew. James Wan, sorry, directed by James Wan. Um, but very much inspired by... by the nonsense of Sam Raimi. I don't the know. The nonsense of Sam Raimi? something. Please let him live. Let him live. Let him live. Let him live. Um, speaking of Sam Raimi, I guess uh, Defunctland's Kevin Perjure. I follow him on Twitter, and he was uh, re-watching the Spider-Man movies, um, like Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, the Sam Raimi trilogy, and was like giving some like valid criticism on Twitter, but it was starting to go viral, so he literally deleted the tweets. He's like, I'm just here to have a good time. I don't want to become tw- Twitter's villain of the day. He's like, I love the movies. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Oh, my God. He made a valid Poor point, guy. and like... In Spider-Man 1, Peter kisses MJ, but dressed as Spidey, but, like, MJ doesn't know, but, like, we never, like, that's never acknowledged. Like, it's part of their overall romance, but, like, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. And I never thought about it, really, but, I don't know. The movies are still good. They're good enough. They're comic book movies to the core. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and, I'm not gonna sit here and think about them too much. Yeah, it's all good. But anyways... Very excited for Spider-Man No Way Home to close out the year with hopefully a very, very big bang. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. The upside I kiss? So. Yes. I am super excited. The upside down kiss. Um, I am super excited for it. But yeah. Any any anticipations or things that you're most excited for for 2022 before we wrap up? Uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, the Marvel slate, right? Even though it's delayed. Hmm. Um still super excited for those movies uh I don't, i'll be honest i don't even remember what's in 2022 i know like game wise what's coming in 2022 yeah but not necessarily what's coming in uh in terms of movies i mean so, both yeah not anything in particular like yeah games um hogwarts legacy I, I i'm curious to see more about that mm-hmm. uh, i thought it was going to be shown at the game awards and it was not so that was interesting um what else? I think I'm excited for. Let's see here. Breath of the Wild two. I mean, um, that that's supposed to be coming out. I'll be more excited for that when I be Breath of the Wild one. Um, I'm really looking forward oh, to Horizon Forbidden West. And um, let's see on my list here. I don't know. I guess a lot of these have like TBA. They're not even 2022. Um, right. Lego. Well, Horizon Forbidden West for sure. I was gonna say Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Also excited for that one. Oh God! If that if that actually ever comes out, it's currently scheduled for spring 2022. Allegedly. 
So that's what we'll they see. all say. That's what they all say. Um, Splatoon three is coming in twenty twenty two. Maybe that'll be exciting. Mm, is it though? I don't know. Justin will be excited about it. We can play with him. No, I'm saying is it actually coming? Oh, I think I think yeah. that'll be like in December, like November, December of twenty twenty two. Like holiday, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Prince of Persia remake. <laughs> I don't think that's ever coming out at this point. It's been delayed. Oh my indefinitely. god! Remember that? Yep. Holy shit! I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Splatoon three should be good. Um, yeah, I think that's and games wise, that's what I'm excited for. Movies wise, I couldn't tell you anything besides the Marvel movies about what's coming out. I haven't like. Yeah, so my brain is like broken to the. Oh, we we are going crazy. <laughs> he is okay. My um, ruffling. Movies, I'm at the point. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, I'm at the point with movies where like I can't remember what came out or what didn't come out yet or what did come out. I I don't know. I just I don't know. Lightyear, the the new Pixar like Chris Evans Buzz Lightyear movie is coming out in June 2022. That should be that'll exciting. be that'll be interesting. Yeah, um, and obviously Doctor Strange. Excited for that. Um, I don't know what what the where the Disney Plus TV shows stand, but hopefully those some of those right. come on. We should be getting like Miss. We Marvel. should be getting She Hulk. Yeah, definitely excited for Miss Marvel of the most of the three because that's the only comic book I've read. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, I think I think that about wraps it up. I don't know. Looking back, like I was scrolling back through the rest of, for the through our old episodes and I'm like, there really wasn't that much that really happened. Like half of the news that like we reported on was just delays. Delays. <laughs> so many delays. So many delays. So hopefully hopefully twenty two twenty twenty two will treat us better. Uh go get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated, please so that we can yeah. return to somewhat normalcy and stop going back to mask mandates, which are being put into effect, it seems, around the country now. Um, oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, you didn't see California literally announced that they're going to do a mask mandate in 2022 again? Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So. No, I did not see that. Yes, everyone go get go get your vaccines. Don't get the Omicron variant. Be cautious, wash your hands, and let us have a wonderful 2022 with hope. Fingers crossed that yeah. things don't get crazier than they already are. I'm tired of living in interesting times. All right. Oh. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> On that note um, thank you all for listening to not only this episode, but to all of our episodes in 2021. And at least not voiced by Chris Pratt. Never forget <laughs> that whole oh, debacle. Never forget. Um, that, that, that should have made our top 100 or whatever, our top moments. Oh, um, oh yeah. I that. forgot about that. Yeah. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't, that was a live show that we did or a live reaction. So, yeah, but yes, thank you all for something I don't remember. listening in this entire year and continue to support us. A lot of our friends that have continued to support on and on and continue to uh, subscribe and everything else. So, we love you. Thank you for the new followers. Thank you to South by Southwest Visuals for coming in here and posting porn today. Really appreciate that. Um, it, <laughs> in the twitch chat um and uh no but thank you all seriously this is something that we do for fun and you guys are always here to support us so yes thank you so much and uh yeah we love y'all have a wonderful holiday season um whether or not you celebrate uh just enjoy some time with your family enjoy laying in bed as the snow falls which i'm assuming it eventually will here um hopefully you know wherever you live maybe you live in hot areas like california or florida you don't get snow then go off you win 
uh, for us in the Northeast, we're losing, and you know we get snow. So I um, feel like it's not going to snow this season. I think we're going to have a very mild winter, given the fact that it is fifty degrees right now on December fourteenth at night. We're like we're like due for a very bad winter. Apparently, I don't know if that's true or not. But I feel like we had one last year. Uh, Did we not? I don't remember. I don't know. I feel like we always have. It's always like a bad winter is coming, yeah. and it's like okay. time isn't real. Who knows? Anyways, yes, I echo everything you said. Thank you all so much for continuing to tune in to our nonsense, even when we, you know, miss episodes every other week because we're busy with life and existing and everything is tiring. Um, But this is definitely the highlight of of my week whenever we do do these episodes and whenever we stream and whatnot. So thank you for continuing to join us. Um, Hopefully we'll be streaming more come winter when it's time for hibernation. No more jumping around and going places. Um, But yes, I think... That about wraps it up for episode 132, our final episode of 2021. Obviously, we will do uh, one more spoiler cast for Spider-Man No Way Home for the end of the year, uh, hopefully literally this Thursday night, uh, if not Friday morning. Um, but yeah, I think it is yes. about that time to say, this is Paul and Ahmed, signing off. Signing off. Peace. Peace.